0: What's up, podcast listeners? It's your host, Rafal Matuszewski, and this is episode 274, I believe, and again, I am filming this, but I'm not in my car. I am at home in bed, and I do have my dog, Misty, beside me. She's about to fall asleep. I'm hoping that she doesn't come up. And start moving around because I have my phone filming on a tripod on top of my bed, but under a book to keep it level. So hopefully she doesn't get too excited about anything, but, oh man, I can't wait to chat with you guys today. Oh, and by the way, are you guys seeing... The sweater that I have in this video, the official Cut the Shit Get Fit Sweaters, are available now. I'm going to hit a link in the show notes so you can check it out. Um, a lot of people actually took advantage of the 10% discount that Teespring, the website I go through, uh, last Friday. So shout out to everyone who um, bought the sweater and we will be ready for this winter to stay warm and cozy. Um... Before we get into it, I am going to do some shout-outs because I actually have the cities in front of me, so we're going to get that started. Uh, Number one, local, which is super awesome, city of Langley, here where I live. Shout-out to everyone listening in Langley on my show. Number two, all the way in Australia, we got Melbourne. Shout out to everyone in Australia listening to my show. And number three, out in the UK, a city called Nailsea. Hopefully I said that correctly. If I butchered it, I apologize. Everyone in the UK, thank you for listening to my show. That's super cool. All right. So today I'm going to try to keep it on 10 minutes. And what we're going to talk about is crushing 2020 so a couple episodes ago i was talking about how i like to plan each year in october to make sure i am successful right so i have five categories and i find that when you actually write shit down and you start breaking it apart you're more likely to actually achieve what you're trying to do rather than just saying to yourself, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in 2020. And you're like, I know I need to work out. I know I have to eat better. I know I have to do X, Y, and Z. But after about two weeks, you kind of fall out of that, um, I would call that motivation um, phase. Because after that two weeks, that motivation that got you going and got super exciting, kind of just, Simmers out, and I think that's why a lot of people tend to, you know, not see success. So, why not create a plan where you have something written down and you have to hit these certain points? So, if you remember correctly, a couple episodes ago, I was talking about how I just started jotting down, you know, my goals I want to achieve. And I start um, breaking it down how it would look throughout the year. So, you know, say I want to run a full marathon in May, for example, and I know I need to start running at least three times a week, so I get a program, and now in my calendar, either on my computer or literally handheld writing, um, I'll start writing down and reverse engineering how that would look in my year. So if I have, you know, a six month program to get me ready for my full marathon, I'm going to start jotting down in my planner, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm doing my runs, that's how many kilometers I'm doing, these are the drills, and then on my planner from, you know, day, you know, week one all the way to whatever week it is until I have my run, I'm gonna have on my calendar what I need to achieve, and I'm gonna start checking it off if I did compared to, I downloaded a program, it's a PDF, I have it on my computer, I look at it once in a while, and I just kind of just wing it and run when I can. And then when it comes to race day, I know I'm not fully prepared, so I'm either not going to finish because my legs can't withstand the impact and distance, or I completely bonk out because also my nutrition sucks, right? So there's a lot of scenarios like that. When people want to run a full marathon, they want to be prepared. So why not do that with the rest of everything you want to accomplish? So what I'm going to do today is actually um, teach you guys how to plan out your 2020 because if you've been ta- like listening to my previous episodes, fitness and health is like a small little piece of the puzzle because everything around it, and if you're watching this video, I'm kind of demonstrating everything around Here um, matters more than what's in here for your fitness and health goals because it all influences, right? So my five categories for, you know, planning out my year is personal goals, professional, physical, financial, and spiritual because I find that those five things kind of wrap around fitness and health that's in the middle, that everyone wants to achieve right so when you start looking at those five categories and you pick like two to three things that you want to do right then you got to start thinking okay what am I going to do in order to get there so let's look at my physical goal for example something as simple as like I want to do a workout slash movement workout some sort of movement seven days a week Right, so I'm traditionally like I like to do strength three to four times a week, but I always feel better when I'm constantly moving, whether that's doing a yoga class, if that's doing like a car kin stretch routine, foam rolling, and just like moving, meditating, whatever it is, seven days a week. So, how would I fit that into my calendar? Really simply, because this is like a really easy example, I'm literally going to in my calendar, write down from Monday to Sunday, you know, did you work out, yes or no, and I got to check it off or put an X, and when you, like, this is why I like writing stuff down, is if you had a planner in front of you, and you have all your things that you have to do daily to get to your end goal, you can easily check it off or give it yourself an X, and then When you look at the entire month, count how many checks you have compared to X's. Say, for my example, I want to work out, you know, seven days a week, and I know in a month I have 30 days, and say I look at the end of the month, and I'm like, oh, shit, I've only done 15. I'm nowhere near where I need to be. So now I know for the next month I need to put a little bit more effort into it. And then I go, maybe I get to, like, 22 out of 30. I'm like, awesome. I'm like making progressions number like th- month number three I look and I'm like boom I hit 29 out of 30 like that's pretty good and when it's something as simple as just checking things off you'll find that it becomes almost addictive and almost like a game and this whole idea of accomplishing certain goals doesn't seem so you know unattainable anymore Because I find that a lot of people, when they have this goal in mind, it's almost too big for them to kind of comprehend. But when you start breaking it down into small little pieces, it's not that bad. right? I think a lot of people just go through a lot of wishful thinking, and they just hope that things are going to happen to them. But if you look at anything in life that's worth having, it takes a lot of time and effort to it, to actually see the results you want. So my kind of challenge for all of you is to write down you know, two or three goals in those five categories, which are personal, professional, physical, financial, and spiritual. Start thinking of what three things you want to accomplish in 2020 and literally start reverse engineering it from each quarter, each month, each week, and each day onto a planner and having a checklist of what you need to do. Because, like, right now we're going into November, and, you know, it's nice to say that, hey, I will eventually do this. But, like, I think if even one of you did this and went through the entire year, you would be amazed how much you're going to accomplish. Because the moment I started doing this, I went full, 100% into it, and I started noticing a lot of things else in my life improve, right? So when I started really honing in on physical goals, a lot of the other stuff kind of came naturally. So thinking back like probably six or seven years ago, one of my major goals was to save enough money to buy my own place. And because I had built up this work ethic of, you know, training for, you know, half marathon, full marathon, bike races, things like that, this idea of saving money and having a checklist that, hey, did I put away money every two weeks? um, It just came naturally. So Kind of similar to what I was saying before, like how fitness and health is a small little bubble, but there's all these things around it that influence it. So if you kind of focus on the stuff on the outside first, it's going to influence what you're trying to really achieve. So it kind of happened uh, the same way with these five um, categories of goals I wanted to achieve. When I started focusing on one that one would influence the other and that one would influence the other it was almost like a domino effect and every time I you know checked off something on my list it's like one more step up the ladder it's that simple to actually see your goals kind of like come to life and nothing is too big to try to accomplish even if you can't accomplish it in that year, all that means is it's such a big goal that maybe you need another two years to actually achieve it. So that's why when I tell people to do this exercise, it's simply like brainstorm three, two to three uh, goals in those categories where money's not an issue, time's not an issue, like everything's perfect in your life to actually get that goal and just start writing it down, and then reverse engineer it to see if you actually can do it. And sometimes you would surprise yourself like what you can actually accomplish. So I think if some of you actually did this, you're literally gonna be on your way to see success in whatever fitness and health goal you have, but other aspects of your life. Because I really think that like one thing will always influence the other. If you improve one thing in your life, Is going to trickle over to the other. So that's all I'm going to chat about today. Um, So again, personal, professional, physical, financial, spiritual. Figure out what you want to do in those five categories. And maybe to kind of finish off, I will kind of share what I have for each one to kind of stay accountable as well. So for my personal, I always put this every single year because it's super important to me is dedicate more time to my wife. Cause I'm a type of person that always, always has projects on the go ideas, things like I'm always a type of person that needs to put my hundred percent effort into everything I do. I tend to always take on more than I can chew, but it's just, it's fun for me. Like I like taking on more because I feel like I can progress even faster. Um, and then another one is you know planning a trip with my wife because I love traveling with my wife. She's like literally my best friend and I love going into different countries, different places around the world and just experiencing it with her. Uh, for my professional goals, I have finished and released my book that I'm writing right now with a chiropractor. Um, I wanna keep to three times a day of social posts for you guys and again, look, I'm already doing it with this thing. Um, And finding three continuing education courses where I could go travel to. Because, again, like I really like traveling. Um, And then my physical goal, one we already talked about, which is movement and a workout seven days a week. And going back to another deadlift goal of 400 pounds. I hit 300. Again, this is a good example of what I said before. Maybe, you know, in 2020 I'm not going to hit this. But I'm going to work up towards it. Maybe it's actually going to take me three years to achieve this. But I'm going to aim for a 400-pound deadlift. Um, For my financial goal, something as simple as saving like around six grand because I have this huge goal of paying off my mortgage. So the more I can save, the better. And then for my spiritual goal, like I was really thinking about this and I'm kind of looking at this as how to give to others and I kinda started doing this this is what's funny, like things start influencing others. Like I've been doing this planning thing for years and sometimes when I sit down, like especially this time when I sat down and started planning out my 2020, I start realizing the stuff that I want to accomplish are already kinda happening. But now I because I've been thinking about it I can actually create a more um precise plan. So Being able to give back and give more, um, I've always wanted to make the industry better. So I actually recently started a mentorship with coaches and it's grown to I believe five or six people and every Thursday I meet with them to teach them everything I know about training, business, marketing and becoming a better human being because that's essentially the bigger picture when it comes to training other people. So those are all my goals. Hopefully, I'm going to achieve them in 2020. Actually, scratch it. I know I'm going to achieve them in 2020 because this is literally bulletproof to accomplish anything. So I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you guys for listening to me You know, ramble on for now almost 16 minutes. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for all the international listeners on my show. You guys are amazing. You guys are the best and i'm going to continue giving you the best fitness and health advice out there until who knows when we're on year three it's going to be amazing to see how this podcast grows in the next decade have an awesome week you guys you guys are fucking amazing that's it hopefully i don't drop this and see you later